Well, hello there, and welcome to another episode of That 90s Spider-Man Show. If this is your first time listening, this is a podcast where we talk about Spider-Man the Animated Series. We go through it episode by episode, and we have some things to say. I am your host this fine day, and my name is Henry. And alongside me, as always, is my trusty co-host, Jack. Hello. What are we talking about today, Jack? <laughs> I, was, I thought I'd try and do something a little bit less mundane than my usual, hi, my like Ross Geller, hi. <laughs> um, and I went for hello and I ended up sounding really weird. So sounding like a... Go back to my hi. No, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it. That I'm was here good. and I still don't know how to say hello. He's learning it, folks. He's going to get there one day. Ahoy, hoy. <laughs> you should start every podcast now with a hoy <laughs> or land ho if you want no I kind of prefer hoy hoy you know how Mr. Burns says hoy hoy on the phone does he yeah he says it on the phone and that's such a niche joke because apparently when they were designing the telephone the standard greeting ended up being hello yeah and there was a point when there was other things being suggested and one of the suggestions was hoy hoy Mr. Burns probably like put that one forward himself, and he's upset that they used hello instead. Yeah, it's just a random joke to show how old he is, <laughs> that he used an unused greeting from the invention of the telephone. And it went over most people's heads. Yeah. Much like that segment just then. Yeah. But um, yeah, what are we talking about this time, Jack? We're talking about the final nightmare, which is the end of the neogenic nightmare, which is the end of the immortal plotline. Which is the end of season two. Yeah. We got to another end of season. Look yeah. at that. So many memories, so many fucking War Piece episodes along the way. Yeah. Since the end of last season, we've only moved into a new recording space and then we're greeted with a global pandemic. Yeah. By the end of next season, who knows what could have happened. We probably, like, I probably would have died and been replaced by like a Henry robot, which does the podcast instead. <laughs> like Henbot 3000. <laughs> This is like an Aunt Vivian situation. <laughs> you just replace you with a, a lighter-skinned Henry. Yeah. Like, I end the podcast by going like, see you next time on season three. Next time, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and I just I, I'd, that. Be fi- I'd be fine with uh, with getting in Don Cheadle to replace you. <laughs> to be honest, so would I. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Don, if you're listening, which you're not, just give me a call, man. Anyway, because you just want to jump ship at this point after having to write the recap for this insane episode. It's actually wasn't as bad as the fucking um fuck the one with the laser, the shriek of the vulture. Done before that with Kingpin and the tablet time. Oh, ravages of time. That was ravages right. Yeah, yeah. I Ravage, felt ravages of time. Then. Yeah, ravaged your brain so yeah. you didn't remember the title. No, turned me into a giant like an old baby. It's my curse is that I remember every episode title <laughs> and nothing else. Yeah. But yeah, we're finally at the end of season two, and we pick up season two, episode 14. When we left off season two, episode 13, that is with old Spider-Man and the Vulture. Yeah. The Vulture kind of reiterates here that, yeah, Spider-Man's power is going to make him super strong and young, and he's going to keep him alive so he can, like, fuck up Norman Osborn's life. Which is, like, a really, like, fucked up situation when you think about it. Yeah. So it's like, what's the plan? Because this is temporary, and then it's, oh, he's an old man, so I could just, like... Abuse him, I guess. Yeah, keep him in a cage somewhere. And just take his youth whenever he gets it back. Which I feel is probably the biggest threat we've had so far in terms yeah. of, like, stakes. Yeah. Because it's not just... I don't even know what the biggest stake has been other than this. Like, people getting kidnapped and... Like, vague an identity an crises. An becoming young. Yeah. Uh, whereas this is just like, oh yeah, Spider-Man might become like a lifeline to like some weird old man. I had two thoughts as we were explaining this. 
one, I kind of thought of Tom Hardy in the beginning of Mad Max Fury Road. Because yes. that's exactly what it is. Yes, exactly. It's exactly that. But it's also a metaphor for society at the moment. Is the old people taking youth and vitality from the young. Yeah. Oh, well, you, there's an actual thing where, like, uh, I think some fucking Silicon Valley company was starting up this thing where they were, like, selling young blood. Yeah. So people, young people can go and sell their blood so that old people can, like, inject their blood. This is, like, a less efficient version of that. Reality um, is always more depressing than what we get in these cartoons. <laughs> As told by the onion. I'd, mu- I'd much prefer that old people had these talons than, like, being like, give me your blood. If Vulture in this episode was like, give me your blood, Spider-Man, <laughs> like, he's an amazing Spider-Man too. <laughs> <laughs> what a fitting end for the season that we're talking about the amazing it's Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2, 2 again. Yeah. It's, about, it's, it's cyclical. It all, all comes together. Time's a flat circle. Anyway, he's kind of wants to show off his new powers, so he kind of carries this old Spider-Man across New York, and um, he subsequently loses him. The episode description at this point just says, Toon's aerodynamic explodes. That's the sentence. You know, my first thought when, when I saw this bit, last episode we were talking about like how this was one of the ones that was removed from certain reruns because of 9-11. Uh, and I was like, this is kind of ridiculous. Every, like, fire and explosion means, like, 9-11 to sensors and stuff like that. Yep. But this episode starts with 9-11. Yeah. It's 100% just 9-11. This is a, a tall building explodes. Yeah, and it's just flaming behind him, and it's kind of intense. It's super intense. Yeah. But yeah, like, um, the explosion goes off, and the Vulture gets distracted. And at this point, Spider-Man hides underneath the building... And the vulture just immediately gives up on like finding him. He's like, oh, guess he's dead. Yeah, he's really stupid in this. Yeah, Spider Man has one gimmick. Yeah, he, he he like hangs onto walls. He crawls on walls. Yeah. So if you look at him, look at him on a wall. So <laughs> one thing, you can fly. It will take you like five seconds. Nah, he's got he's got other shit. He's an old lazy asshole, so he just flies off. And Spider Man, like because he's old, he's like super fucking old guys. And his powers are waning as a result of his just incredible, he's incredible so, he's lack so, of youth. He's so old, he's got a new voice actor. Yeah. Christopher Daniel Barnes took, like, the weekend off when he's yeah. just, like, doing whatever he does. He just smoked fuckloads of cigarettes. <laughs> he ate a ton of cigarettes. <laughs> just, like, goggles and gravel. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, um, his powers are waning because he's just that fucking old. It's just gross how old he is. Vulture kind of like flies off muttering about like destroying Norman Osborn and all that shit. And then we cut to a newspaper stand where none other than the Scorpion is buying a newspaper. And how is he dressed? He's dressed in the same trench coat from being a season two. We talked about the trench coat economy booming and it's come full circle because he's in the same trench coat again. He's just been walking around in this for apparently the whole season. Yeah, I guess that's what you have to do when you're stuck in a costume, but... He still looks like, why is that guy wearing, like, a luchador costume under his clothes? Yeah. Like, it's kind of obvious. But yeah, like, he kind of um, goes to this newspaper, and the guy... This is kind of amazing, actually. Newsstand guy kind of goes to him, like, yeah, no one cares about neogenics anymore, man. Which, to me, is an insane statement to make. (laughs) (laughs) A kind of insane statement that, like, maybe a newspaper vendor would say, though. Yeah. Like, there's this he amazing... has an opinion on this <laughs> massive subject. Yeah, and his opinion is that it doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> which he's I find of... incredible. And I also kind of agree with him. Like, he's kind of like enough with the neogenics. <laughs> it's been fourteen episodes. But imagine if you got like someone like 
could cure cancer with like a simple like vaccine or whatever. I know that science doesn't, that doesn't track on that. But imagine if that happened and some guy was like, oh yeah, we've, we've had this cancer vaccine for a while, who gives a shit, you know? And it happened like yeah. two weeks ago. Yeah, but I, I guess in this scenario, it's important to differentiate a cure for cancer and turning yourself into a lizard. As far as they know, they actually, to be fair, as far as they know, it doesn't work at all. It's yeah. just like, we, the contents we have is that uh, this thing is incredibly powerful, but to other people, it's just like chemtrails or whatever. Yeah, I guess it's just been all covered up, right? Yeah. Because, like... The only person who would have any idea is, like, Alex Jones. Yeah, and JJ. <laughs> yeah. The Scorpion kind of takes this opportunity to go, well, it's the only thing that can make me normal again. So you know that Scorpion's going to be in this episode. And you also know he's going to... He can pay for this newspaper. It's, like, 65 cents. But he doesn't. I don't, I don't think he can. I don't he think he's... definitely... Got... He's got, like, spare change. I think Scorpion is the guy asking for spare change. You think Scorpion's homeless? Yeah, where the fuck else is he going to go? Doesn't he have a home or something? The only people he can, like, go to for for help who will accept him in any way would be other supervillains, and everyone hates him. I'm pretty sure he's doing, like, odd jobs with the Kingpin, like, picking up his laundry or whatever. I, I feel like at this point in this show, Scorpion is, like, below Rhino and Shocker, <laughs> so I think he's not getting asked for many jobs anymore. Do you reckon that trench coat was a lot less brown when he got it initially? Yeah. It was gold before. <laughs> yeah. He's just like using it as like a bedspread slash toilet paper. But it's a, it's a very Scorpion move to ask to pay for a newspaper and then instead just like destroy the newspaper stand and be like, fuck you. Fuck you. It's like petty vandalism is what yeah. he's driven to, despite the fact that he's technically more powerful than Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. He's just like so stupid and so like... Ambition is so so far lower than his actual ability. Yeah, it's and just... his his scumbaggery is so much more powerful than his actual powers. Yeah, <laughs> his main superpower is scumbaggery. Yeah, and yeah. he had that way before any new yeah. mechanics got involved. It's like how Spider Man's main power is that he can stick to walls, and the web swing is something he added. Yeah. <laughs> Cut to Spider Man swinging overhead. Wondering why he hasn't turned back into a young person yet, because at this point we know that it kind of is very temporary. But this one's lasting a lot longer. And as he's swinging over the city, he notices an old lady getting mugged. And he tries to, like, stop the muggers, but he completely fucks it up. Yeah. He's just so old and useless. Just misses yeah. when he shoots a web line. Yeah, that's that's a metaphor for something. Yeah, he fucks it up, and the thugs are like, Oh, God, Spider-Man's here. And they run off, but one of them kind of points out, Doesn't he look kind of, like, pathetic and useless? <laughs> and the other guy's too busy running to kind of, like, say anything. Yeah. So Spider-Man's like, Oh, thank fuck for that. And they have a little exchange, him and this old lady being like, being all sucks. I actually love that, that he has settled into this old man routine already. It's been like 25 minutes. Yeah, it's also like a weird glimpse into like what like an old Spider-Man would be like, where he's just like cracking wise about yeah. being old and yeah. just like walks out of the alley and just takes the mask off. Yeah, because of fuck. Like steals a trench coat off one of the thugs. Yeah. And just puts it on and walks off. And trench coat like, economy. Yeah. It's booming. So yeah, he kind of walks off and he's just in this trench coat in a similar fashion, actually, to the season two, episode two episode where Peter Parker is doing the same thing in a hotel. Okay. Except now he's just old as fuck. Yeah. And he's walking down the street and he's just so, like, full of years that he just gets tired. Yeah. And, like, a boss kind of pulls up and goes, like, hey, old timer, you want to get this bus? And he does. Yeah. I didn't know bus drivers were that nice. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not in New York. <laughs> 
real New York. Like, he's getting like, so the bus driver's going to be like, hey, fuck you, old guy. Just fuck, hurry up and die. Yeah, he opens his door to yell, fuck you, and then drives off. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, the vulture, like, attacks Norman Osborn. So Norman Osborn is in a helicopter. And How many times has Norman Osborn been attacked this season? So and many goddamn times. How many times in the last two episodes has he been attacked? How many times has he been attacked by Vulture, said, who are you, and then Vulture hasn't revealed? Yeah. <laughs> it just flies off again. Playing oh, this no. weird guess who game with him. Yeah. At this point, like, Osborne is just so traumatised by him, but he sees this like, guy flying, he's like, kill this motherfucker right now. <laughs> and he can't. So um, Vulture blows up the helicopter. He's like, I got you now, Osborne. And the Osborne's like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> Why do you keep attacking me? And then the vulture's like, oh, it's me, Adrian Toomes. I'm young now and sexy. But as he's about to, like, finish him off, he starts turning into none other than the man spider. Oh, shit, this happens this early? Yeah. This threw me through a loop. I could not remember this at all. Neither. And this, as a conclusion to this sort of series and everything, we're bringing the man spider back, but it's vulture transforming and actually having some, like, in-universe logic for that to happen. Yeah. Kind of blew my mind. It was actually kind of great. Like, yeah. I was like, that's amazing. Also, I can't believe I didn't see that coming. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was great. kind of great. Meanwhile, it's back to old Peter, who's fixing his younger self's bullshit. He sneaks back into his room, and he calls in sick at his job. But JJ's kind of like, what the fuck is Peter, man? Like, the vulture just attacked Osborne again, and Peter's like, oh shit, I've got to do something. He pretends to be like a old man. relative or something. Yeah. JJ doesn't ask. I had a question, actually. I had this thought, like, during the episode. But do you reckon that J.J. Jameson knows that Peter's uncle is dead? Um, Because he definitely hasn't asked. I feel like this is something where, at some point, like, he gave a paycheck and said, oh, I bet your parents would be proud of this. And then Peter kind of went, uh, okay, and walked away. And then Robbie, like, whispered in his ear, like, everyone he loves has died. Except this really stupid one. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he hasn't, like, bothered to find out. It's just like, oh, I, I made this child cry again. I also, I, I don't know if Peter Parker's the sort of person who would, like, tell people anyway. I don't know. Like, in a good, like, work environment, you kind of ask, oh, how, like, so what do your parents do? Yeah. Oh, they, they, um, they are in a coffin somewhere. I know, I know that when I first met you, I said, my name's Jack. What's your name? You said Henry. And then I said, have any of your parent figures died recently? And I said, no. Yeah. And then I walked away because I was like, I'm looking for Spider-Man. You're looking for Spider-Man. <laughs> and to this date, folks, he has not found him. No. I did get a Spider-Man costume, though. Yeah. So I look in the mirror and I go, there he is, there sometimes. He is. <laughs> <laughs> like a cockatiel, like, not recognising its own reflection. <laughs> yeah, I mean, lockdown, man. You've got nothing else to do. But I'm just imagining you in your room, like, who's that guy in my room? <laughs> Every time you go past the mirror. Barking like a dog. <laughs> He doesn't do that. He's aware of his own reflection. Anyway, because there's only one photographer for this entire newspaper, JJ's like, we're fucked now. Yeah. Newspapers are done. And um, Spider-Man kind of calls Dr. Connors, who's got an idea. Next, we go to a mental asylum, which is <laughs> the first time we've been to one in this series. Yeah. This isn't named, but it's presumably Ravencroft, which yeah. is in the comics, the, I guess the Spider-Man version of Arkham Asylum. Yeah, that makes sense. And there we see a familiar face. None other than Dr. Stilwell, yeah. who you might remember as the man who turned Scorpion into the Scorpion. And also the guy whose name I couldn't remember last episode. Yeah. Because he's Farley Stilwell, but there's a guy called Frederick Foswell, who is uh, different. But Stilwell is 
is the guy who made the scorpion. And he's not still well, mentally at least. Because <laughs> he's like panicking about the scorpion coming to get him. And the orderlies should be fired because they're just making fun of him. Yeah, like a meter away from him. Yeah. They're like, they're like crazy old fucking things. The scorpion's gonna come get him. Luckily for like Stillwell, Scorpion breaks in at that moment and just carries him off. He's like, come on with me, old crazy man. Yeah, you're gonna cure me. You're gonna cure me. And like he just like jumps out and the orderlies are almost definitely fired. Yeah. Next, it's Dr. Connor's lab. Where Volta shows up and he's like, hey Doc, I'm turning into a spider. What the fuck is happening? And he kind of explains what went down. The doctor's like, oh yeah, so Spider-Man is super fucked up. You shouldn't have taken his youth. And now you have all this bullshit. Yeah. And then the Vulture's like, hey, Spider-Man's dead. I saw him die. No, I didn't. I gave up after five seconds looking for him. So I assumed he was dead. And the Dr. Connors is like, nope. He called me like 10 seconds ago. (laughs) And the Vulture's like, what? And he gets really upset with Dr. Connors. He's like, hey man. I need your help, but I'm going to really just stress you out for some reason. Also, he's, like, completely, like, coherent and can speak, even though he's a spider. Yeah. And, like, the man spider we saw in the man spider episode where he was just, like, a crazy monster. I think that's just Peter, like, just deciding not to talk. He's just like, wow, when in Rome, and just starts, like, trashing shit. <laughs> what inside a spider monster? <laughs> Do what a spider monster does. Yeah. The vulture kind of, like, gets all up in his face. And Dr. Connors gets stressed, which means he gets a bit green and scaly. But before he can go full lizard, um, the scorpion comes in to start some more bullshit. Before we jump into the scorpion, I was just thinking, right? Yep. Wasn't he cured of being lizard two episodes ago? Apparently not. Because he got shot with the laser and he was like, ah, oh, uh, I guess it cured me of being the lizard. To be fair, that was his wife, who is not a scientist. That is true, yeah. She and you made like... the joke, you were like, how would she know that? It turns out she didn't know that. <laughs> she didn't know shit. And the doctor was like, bitch, shut the fuck up. <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> how do you know this? Well, she, she looks after his son while, he, <laughs> while he's off like being a lizard man. Yeah. And, like, curing Spider-Man. She's like this close to leaving him, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I mean, after you've had a brush with becoming a lizard, and then your job is still putting you in a position where your family's getting kidnapped by crazy monsters. Yeah. Quit your job. Yeah. Start working with plot guns. Yeah. Go work at another university. Any other university. Yeah, yeah. You know? Scorpion, at this point, comes in and he's like, I'm gonna start some bullshit. Yeah, and he comes in with Stillwell, like, wrapped in his tail. Yeah. And what is it Dr. Connor says? (laughs) He's just like, Farley Stillwell, what What are are you you doing doing here? here? He's like, (laughs) well... (laughs) What do you think I'm doing here? He's like, no, he's like, how did you get here? Like, not even even, uh, addressing... The giant scorpion in the room. At this point, like, Dr. Connors is just like, yeah, whatever. What the fuck? Like, imagine, like, if your friend had a baby, and then they kind of visit you, and you're like, how did the baby get here? (laughs) What a weird comparison. (laughs) Still with the baby here? Yeah. Okay, sure. Here's the baby, he's just like, yeah, how did this baby get here? And the scorpion's like, I carried him here. That's why he's here. Yeah. Shit's going down, like, Vulture and Scorpion realise really quickly that they need Spider-Man for different reasons. They kind of agree to work together. Yeah, and Scorpion's kind of like, well, I don't want to do what you tell me to do, but I was planning to, like, fuck up Spider-Man anyway, so I might as well fuck up Spider-Man for you. And then we both get research stuff. We both need this plot gun. You need Spider-Man. I need something to do. Yeah. So, yeah, I need need money. (laughs) I've already destroyed all the newspaper vendors in New York. I can't afford to pay for a newspaper. Yeah. I'm desperate. I'm desperate here, man. I need someone to sleep tonight. <laughs> so can you help me out here, Adrian Toomes? Cut to Peter Parker. And in brackets, I've put here old. <laughs> and he walks over to Mary Jane's house. 
he's intent on explaining to her, oh yeah, Peter Parker can't come to like help you meet your dad. Yeah. But crucially, Peter Parker forgets that he looks like an old man. Mm-hmm. And he walks up to like Mary Jane's house and she opens the door and she sees this like man who's old enough to be her father. Kind of mumbles and then just runs away. Yeah. Like, oh shit. Oh shit, I shouldn't have done this. This was a mistake. Also, this isn't a mistake. This is like the thing you came here to do. Yeah. It's like he's trying to pretend to be her father. <laughs> yeah. I kind of have like a slight headcanon that he was like, I'm going to try and fuck this girl as old Pete Parker or something. Because he was just like, oh shit, I shouldn't be here. Or some bullshit. But like the takeaway here is that Mary Jane is somehow more scarred than she needs to be in this situation. Yeah. And Peter at this point runs back to Aunt May obviously has no sense of sense of self-preservation and immediately he's like, I'm going to fuck this old man. We should point out that is headcanon. It's headcanon, yeah. That isn't a quote from the show. So, yeah. She doesn't go, I'd like to fuck this old man. <laughs> no, so she makes him a coffee, they have like a talk. Yeah, like Spider-Man, like, as old Peter Parker, he's kind of like, yeah, maybe I won't fuck my aunt. I like how you've gone from... <laughs> from constantly saying Spider-Man as Peter Parker whenever you describe a Peter Parker to scene to Spider-Man as old Peter Parker. <laughs> He's putting on a mask of an old man over yeah. his mask. Yeah. My head is so hot in these three masks that I'm wearing. I do like this scene in a sense like, of like showing how even to a stranger Aunt May is kind. I think that's what they're going for anyway. Yeah, rather than like she is going to fuck everything up at all times. Yeah. She's like a child or like a puppy. We've had so little Aunt May this season that you've just created another character around it. No, like, every time we see her, she's like, I'm gonna, like, run headfirst into mortal peril. She's only been kidnapped once this season. Twice. What was the second time? In uh, the Morbius episode. What was the first time? The first time was in the, um, the Insidious 6. Ah, right, yeah. But she didn't know she got kidnapped that time, right? That doesn't mean it's not a kidnapping. She didn't, she's too stupid to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, okay, fair enough, fair enough. But that, but the Morbius thing wasn't really her fault. No, but like... Only one of the kidnappings was her fault. <laughs> to be fair, like, if she'd figured it out, if she'd had, like, the wherewithal to figure it out, she probably would have, like, been kidnapped anyway. But the point yeah. is, she'd been kidnapped twice, and yeah, she almost fucks her nephew, but... <laughs> um, she kind of gives... Headcanon. Headcanon now, Yeah. So she kind of goes into the house to get, like, this old man. She gives him her, her nephew's sweater. I'm sure Peter won't mind if I give a stranger his clothes. <laughs> Peter is, like, offended and grateful at the same time. Yeah, he's like, this old bitch. But he's also like, thank you for, like, this shirt. And I have to hear down in my notes that it's, like, the same colour as his t-shirt that he's wearing. Yeah, it looks like he just puts on the same thing again. Yeah, just like, ooh, thanks for these sleeves. <laughs> we cut Dr. Connor's lap. Where old Spider-Man has shown up as old Spider-Man. Jesus Christ. And he's immediately ambushed, like, straight away. Like, the Vulture and Scorpion are there, and they're like, surprise, motherfucker. Spider-Man is Doc Connors, like, you motherfucker, you betrayed me. And Dr. Connors is like, yeah, shit. I know you, like, tried to save my life, and you have saved my life multiple times, but they were really, really intimidating. To be fair, I mean, he's still just a guy. He's a dude who can turn into a lizard whenever he wants to. Well, not whenever he wants to. Whenever he's exactly, stressed exactly, out. Exactly when he doesn't want to. Yeah. But that's, like, if you're being threatened by, like, the vulture, that's the point where you turn to a lizard boss. That's, like, stressful, you know? Yeah, but I think he's planning not to do that. Yeah, I suppose. Dr. Connors, after a while, kind of fixes the vulture's gauntlets, which kind of broke when he turned into a giant freak abomination of nature. Yeah. Vulture kind of, like, goes, I can be free of this pain. 
and it gives like Spider-Man back his youth. And there's a great point here where like not only does like Vulture just immediately turn back into Man Spider, but like this all this pandemonium goes off, and Spider-Man just literally just like runs to like a reflective wall and just like, oh, I'm Spider, I'm Peter again. <laughs> just takes the time to, out. Yeah, take him to take his mask off. Yeah. And it's not like everyone else is like occupied. They're just like watching. Just some- watching him do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, still got it. So Scorpion's kind of like, don't fuck me over like you fucked the vulture. Spider-Man's like, yeah, I'm back now. Let's let's do this bitch. Two things to know here. One, cold-ass move from Dr. Connors. Yeah, ice cold. Like lizard cold. Yeah, cold-blooded. Cold <laughs> to trick Vulture by like giving Spider-Man his youth back, but letting him keep the spider radioactive disease yeah. shit. I mean, it's a... Pretty gangster. It's a pretty cool way to wrap it up, but also you've damned this man to a life of horrendous... Because it doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. And the other thing is that this is the point that the episode becomes a veritable monster mash. It is a graveyard smash. Yeah. <laughs> and in a flash, we go to um, <laughs> Spider-Man and Scorpion fighting. Still, while Spider-Man just hanging around. Yeah. And he thinks, like, I'm going to just blow up this plot gun so no more bullshit can happen. Yeah. And he does that. He sets up, like, the um, self-destruct sequence in the gun, which he apparently just installed. It's a pretty ludicrously dangerous object, so I'm not surprised that it can also blow up at any time. I feel like if you have, like, a dangerous object, you don't need to also install a button that makes it explode on one touch. I think that you do. It's like a safeguard. Because this has no other safeguards. You put any anything into this gun and shoot it at something and it will make a fucked up meld of that. So why would you make a button that just has it explode? Why would you make a gun that can turn someone into a lizard man? But why would you make that same gun explode? That seems like like fighting fire with gasoline at that point. It's the, like, uh, the failsafe in the Tesseract portal thing at the end of the Avengers. It's like, why put in a thing that, like, stops the whole thing and blows it up? Yeah. So that you can stop the thing doing the thing. Just, like, a like a off switch is all you need. A safety, because there's a gun. Yeah. But- I, I, I think you're expecting too much from Farley Stillwell, the creator of the Scorpion. That's true. He's not exactly... He's, he's a mad scientist, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah, um, this gun's about to explode. And Connors is like, hey, man, I need that shit. I'm a fucking monster. And Dr. Stillwell's like, what do you mean? And Dr. Connors doesn't say this, but he might as well say it's lizard time because he yeah. turns into the lizard. And Dr. Stillwell, if he wasn't already shitting his pants from being in mental asylum, he shit his pants now. Yeah. He's like, oh shit, there's no pre-green ass monsters in here. Yeah. It ain't easy being green. It ain't easy being neogenic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so Spider-Man kind of sees Doctor like going all green and scaly and swings in to stop him from murdering Stillwell who responds by yelling, the building's about to explode because I, I decided to blow it up, so... Yeah, blow it all up. Yeah, we'll kill it burn it all the ground. Scorpion, at this, uh, hearing this, kind of just, he just fucking pegs it. He's yeah. like, yeah, I'm out. Yeah, see, see you in season three. See you in season three. <laughs> Scorpion runs away, and the plot gun, for some reason, is just going haywire. Yeah. So it shoots the lizard, which turns him back into Dr. Connors. <laughs> That's happened like three times to him. Getting hit by a stray beam and turning back. Yeah. I think this thing is just like very beam sensitive or something. <laughs> so yeah, like Spider-Man saves the dock and they swing out the building. The building explodes, obviously. And then in the debris, Doctor and Spider-Man are kind of like, hey, I guess everyone's dead. 
And it turns out that nobody is dead. Yeah. Apart from the people inside the building who weren't in the scene. They're probably all dead. Like the janitor. Yeah. <laughs> the security guard. Who's been turned into, like, another kind of animal. Yeah. <laughs> turned into the kangaroo. There were some pigeons in, like, the roof. So, like, it's like a pigeon woman, like, flying around. First of all, we see um, still come out and say, like, hey, neogenics is bad, and I'm not doing all my research again. Yeah. Keeping them on my head. And the doctor's like, I need that to, like, cure my horrible mutation. Sylvia's response is, tough shit. Yeah. He's like, I mean, I, I'm kind of with him a little bit because it's kind of like we could try and cure that with this gun, and in the meantime, we could create like ten more lizard people. I'm gonna call it quits. You know, he's like leaving the casino when he's lost like a hundred quid. Yeah, I could win big, but I could also fuck up even yeah. more. See you later. See you later. I'm gonna cut my losses. So you're gonna have to deal with this shit, and he just walks off. I don't know if he comes back in the show. Probably. Who knows? Okay, then we see Vulture. He's now mutated, and he's like, oh, no, I'm a horrible monster. I should fly off where nobody can see me. And I kind of feel like he's become roommates with Morbius now. Yeah, In yeah. the same cave. The, the weird freakazoid cave. Yeah. Felicia! No, it's me, an old man! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it'll do. <laughs> it will do. And finally, we have the scorpion, who's like, oh, shit, now I'm a monster forever. And he's gonna go sleep on a bench somewhere, I'm assuming. Until he's shooed away by a policeman. To be fair though, like, if you see like, a scorpion man in that trench coat sleeping on a bench, you're like, yeah, I'm just gonna walk up the other side of this road. Yeah. You leave that shit alone. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we cut to Spider-Man, crucially enough, swinging through New York City. He's kind of free of all this bullshit, and he's like, yeah, there's a whole season's worth of storylines, I'm glad that's over. And <laughs> at this point he kind of realises, oh shit, I was to be with Mary Jane, and she meets her dad for the first time. Yeah. And we cut to Mary Jane going like, hey... I guess Peter did forget after all, because he did forget. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, kind of just psychologically scarred from like the, the last day's kind of events. And then a mysterious man walks up to her. Peter kind of gets that just as he sees this weird man and Mary Jane walk around the corner. But when he walks around the same corner, they're gone. And that's it. Yeah, cliffhanger. End of the episode. End of the fucking season. We're done. That's it. We're two-thirds done. Two-fifths done. Two-fifths done, sorry. Yeah. I overestimated. Yeah. By a long shot. Yeah, you have, but it's okay. We'll, we'll <sighs> get them. Yeah. Well, as you know, that's 66% to 40%. So, yeah, you've grossly just misled the public. I apologise. Yeah, we'll, we'll have like a formal apology in Twitter later on. <laughs> Mary Jane! She's gone. But, but how? Where? Alright, so what do you think of this episode? I was actually way more satisfied with this than I thought I would be because this season has been a bit up and down and the last few episodes haven't... I don't know, they've been okay but they haven't like really grabbed me or anything. And then this, I thought... The fact that it was called The Final Nightmare, I was like, okay, so they're wrapping up all this neogenic stuff. Is it just going to be a part two to The Vulture? Is it going to be like a Hobgoblin part two? Because it was a similar sort of set up of having a cliffhanger, dealing with the same person and ending the first part of the two-parter with the villain becoming like extra souped up. And I thought, are we in for a similar thing? And we really weren't because they just kind of... Scorpion kind of comes out of nowhere, but like you're like, well, yeah, he was related to the Neogenic thing and yet didn't really factor into this particular storyline yet. And it's a way to get Farley Stillwell in, who was the one who was fucking around with the Neogenic... Uh, gun like after Connors and ignore all his warnings 
So it's kind of like a fitting way to sort of like close off a bunch of those threads and of course finish off all the threads they started in this season. I thought the action was pretty good and like it was kind of equal parts like genuinely good and like silly, funny. Yeah. A lot of great action moments uh, when they were fighting in that like weird ass like full way neogenic monster mash at the end. Yeah. I had fun with it. Yeah, I kind of agree. Had you, like, had, like, the Vulture and Dr. Connors and Spider-Man all, like, taking off, I kind of, like, personally wanted to see Old Man Spider-Man fight the Vulture, but I do think this episode is better for the Scorpion, and I never thought I'd say that before. Yeah, I think Scorpion works better in these dynamics, you know, like, where it's just, like, he's in there to, like, just be the crazy asshole. He's, like, the presence of a chair in the boondocks. Yeah. <laughs> He, he, he kind of <laughs> you just throw him in and everyone starts fighting yeah and he comes in and it's like Tombs is like a vulture man spider yeah. and then somehow Scorpion ends up looking like the craziest motherfucker in the room yeah just because he's a weirdo yeah he's and, carrying a doctor with him <laughs> is he he's carrying a man for a literal insane asylum and he yeah. still comes across as the craziest motherfucker in the room <laughs> yeah and I feel like this is definitely one of those ones I feel like this season like our reviews have they almost gotten shorter and shorter? Yeah. And I think this is a short one as well, because I don't really have much to say other than it was a great, like, concluding yeah. one. Obviously, like, as a standalone thing, it doesn't really work, but it's as a conclusion to various other storylines, it was a good season finale. Yeah. I think a great season finale. Yeah. For sure. I'm obviously looking quite forward to season three as a result. The other question is with Vulture, like, is he going to come back? I imagine, like, him and Morbius are going to, like, get together and just, like, put enough money towards a taxi back to New York. <laughs> it also just might be another loose end, you know? It might just, like, just fly away. Yeah. Because, yeah, like, I guess, like, he's just going to be that forever, right? Yeah. And, and it's weird thinking that, like, that was the way they solved that. Yeah, well, I guess we can't cure this, so let's just give it to someone we don't like. <laughs> yeah, just have him go away. Yeah. And he, he probably does leave in the exact same way as Morbius, just, yeah. like... I'm a giant monster now. I'm going to leave, so I'm not in this show anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, let, I'll let someone else fight Spider-Man. Yeah, I'm too, like, powerful and, like, evil and, like, horribly mutated to fight Spider-Man, so I'm going to go somewhere yeah. else. They ended on a tease for next season, which is intriguing, and uh, I'm curious what happens next season, because I, I do have lots of memories of, like, the various plot lines in this show, but... I'm not really sure what season three will bring, and I'm kind of glad that I don't know because I kind of I have a more of a stronger memory of some of the later storylines than the uh, middle stuff. And as soon as we started this season, I was like, "Oh yeah, fuck it's all the Morbius shit." Yeah, which I remember quite strongly. But as for next season, I feel like I'm going to be going in a lot colder. Yeah. But either way, we'll get into all that season talk a little bit more in our next episode, which will be a season one review. Well, we a season two review. Oh no, let's review season one again. That's fair, it was a good season. <sighs> God, I can't think straight today. I can't believe I'm being fact-checked mid-podcast. To be fair, it beats being fact-checked after the podcast. This is true. Also, I could just edit it all out. Yeah, so I have has that to power. Know. I am God in this realm. <laughs> Your podcast God. Uh-huh. Yeah, and like, podcast God, we're going to leave now. So. Yeah. Like, regular God, we're going to abandon you when you need us most. <laughs> So yeah, but this... unlike God, we will be back in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually no. 
I had a, I had something about like Jesus. Yeah, you're gonna throw some scripture at me. I am, but I had to get my Bible out, mm-hmm. which I don't have. So, um, in lieu of me getting out some Bible and like loading some scripture on your asses, we are gonna say goodbye at this point. As always, um, you can check out that ninety Spider Man show on podcasts because we are a podcast. We're on Spotify, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We're on Patreon if you want to like support the podcast in ways more than just your listening ears. Yeah, and you can look up the panels on the WordPress and all those links for what Henry said will be in the description below. Like, obviously, stay tuned for the season one review. And, season um, two review? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I know, I was just like making fun of I know, I just, I'm just scared of confusing everyone. <laughs> <laughs> tune in for the season three review. No. Um, <laughs> tune in for season two review. And also stay tuned throughout this summer because apparently it's summer now because mm. time still exists, apparently. Yeah. It could be fucking winter for all I know. But yeah, um, tune in later on this year because we'll be doing some new weird shit. Yeah. Much like the ending of last season, we'll be taking like a little break in which we'll just throw some random bonus shit at you uh, before we jump into season three later in the year. Yeah, sounds good. Um, do you want to give a little teaser of what they can expect, or is that coming later? Uh, tease? Yeah. Um, uh, Henry's probably going to advocate for blackface again. I mean, like, something they don't know. Oh, uh, okay. Well, no, I don't know. <laughs> okay. One more thing. One more thing? I have a little present for you, Henry. You do? It's a present for you. It may be a present for the listener. I'm going to bet that it's not a present for the listener. But either way, I've made something which is kind of insane. Wait, I didn't make it. What am I talking about? This was emailed to me by um, a F Stillwell at hotmail.com. <laughs> okay. It's a little weird. It was an mp3 file. Oh god. (laughs) I'm just gonna leave it here and play it. I was working in the lab, late one night, when my eyes beheld an eerie sight. The scorpion slab began to rise, and suddenly, <laughs> my surprise—he did the monster mash. It was a neogenic smash. He on in a flash. He did the monster mash from my laboratory. Oh God! How long is it? To the spooky tower where Morbius screwed every radioactive asshole wants to come. From my plot gun. They did the monster mash. It was a neogenic smash. They put on in a flash. They did the monster mash. Beast and Landon were having fun. Guess what? Hobgoblin, Lizard, and his son. Spidey moaned Punisher about his lady luck. Well, Blade and Terry went to the closet to fuck. <laughs> the scene was rocking, even Vulture was there. Turning people old just so that he could have hair. He wasn't the only one lacking in charisma. Morbius sucks so hard he has all the plasma. They played the Morbius mash. 
was a neogenic smash. Oh my god. <laughs> caught on in a flash. They did the Mobius mash. From upon the ceiling, we heard Spider-Man shout. Out of his pajamas, four extra arms did sprout. He's the size of a city block. He cried, the hell with you it's man spider o'clock. <laughs> it's the man spider mash. It was a neogenic smash. Oh my fucking jaw. He caught on in a flash. It's now the man spider mash. Hammerhead paved the way for his head honcho. Old man Silver May was wearing his Toltec poncho. <laughs> Hydro Man greeted them all with a sploosh. But Tombstone told him, I don't breathe, you douche. The party's ending and things are getting out of hand. There's now a vulture spider that nobody planned. Scorpion hasn't changed costume and he's starting to smell. But Neogenics signed Farley still well. It was a never ending mash. Oh my god. It was a Hydro Man <laughs> Caught on in a flash. Oof. Neogenic chapter 14. <laughs> wow. I hope you enjoyed that. I, I have no words. That was a neogenic mash. Yeah. Uh, sent to us by Farley Stillwell. I don't know why he would do that, but. <laughs> I don't know either. Uh, I'm glad he did, I guess. Thank you, Farley Stillwell. I, I don't know. Listen to the. I, I, <laughs> I'm just gonna say bye guys I've gotta just think about that that was that was something <laughs> play us out Farley it was a never ending mash there was a hydro man splash it caught on in a flash the neogenic Chapter 14. Uh.